Hey guys, Pop is back and we can't wait for conversations in 2023 to help improve your points of performance when it comes to training. We've packed a lot into this long overdue episode, including how I'm settling back into life in Brisbane, our goals for the upcoming season. We go so deep, Riz even turns on the waterworks. Happy tears, we promise. This episode is brought to you by True Coach, the official coaching app of the Points of Performance podcast. Episode number 17, and it only took us 17 to get in the same room together. <laughs> I know, we uh, had a slight break over Christmas, and Britt is finally back in Australia. And actually, that felt super weird, because I feel like in 17 episodes, that's the first time I've ever done the intro, and I got really nervous. But new year, new us, like, welcome also, to 2023. Also, it's so weird that we're in the same room. It's like, do I make eye contact? <laughs> <laughs> Do I look at you? It's going to be weird when we film it. No, so much better. So much better and so good to be back. Like I can't even express it. Mate, you had a bit of travel though coming back. How was your flights home? Yeah, that, that wasn't too bad. And I probably should put a disclaimer out. Like the fact that we got to go business class was not bad at all. Mm. But how many weeks have been back now? Th- I think it's our third week back, mm. but it's my third night in my home like I just feel like I and you warned me that this would happen and it's been a bit disruptive like seeing everyone which we wouldn't have it any other way like you haven't seen your family and your friends for a whole year Mm. but I haven't fully gotten back into a routine that I don't think I will for another couple of weeks like with training and work and everything Mm. um so just being kind to myself for that but it's just bloody good to be back like I got so emotional when I ate my first piece of Vegemite toast or like (laughs) you did send me a picture and you were like I'm back Oh, so good. And even like the coffee that you just made me was like one of the best that I've had in the last 12 months. And like, no offense to anyone who lives in Logan, but when I used to go out there (laughs) for coffee, like at work, I'd be like, oh, this is, this sucks. But I reckon that would taste like liquid gold compared to what I had. But, and again, I think I've said this to you and a lot of people, I really enjoyed my time in the U.S., because I decided to live like people in the US. Like mm. I wasn't going to complain about the coffee. Starbucks did the trick for 12 months. Yeah. And when I traveled, when I was in Spain, how old would I have been? 21. I was like, I'm going to go there and expect everyone to live like I live. And I had a miserable time. Yeah. But I was like, if I go over there, I'm only there for 12 months. And shout out to our friends at CrossFit Inner Chamber, especially the Mendezes. Roxy, who I know will be listening to this mm-hmm. podcast, like they just showed us the best year and invited us into their lives. And so we just kind of like lived like them yep. for 12 months. And it was great. It was so good, but I'm really glad to be home. And I think all the things that I didn't realize I missed because I was trying to be part of life there yeah. as soon as I got back and like being back with the dog is just the best thing in the world. It's little like, Arnie oh, boy. Man. Although he had a little surgery this week, so he's a bit... He's a bit on the yeah, sookie side. Ah, oh, so because of the drugs too, his farts are out <laughs> of control. Like they're so bad. And he even did like a spitty bum poo. And I'm like, we've been there, babe. We've, we've all been there. Yeah, and it's like, okay. But the, the hardest thing is with a dog, right? You can't be like, like if I have a spitty bum, I'm like, Rihanna got a spitty bum. I'm like, yeah. obviously it's not going very well. Yeah. But they don't know what's going on. And so, they look at you with like this terror in their face. Like, what's happening to me? Oh, and he spitty bummed on my new bath mat. And oh, so he no. was in trouble. And I was like, I can't be angry at you. But at the same time, that stinks. And I shouldn't have chosen the mint green color. You know what I mean? <laughs> it does not look good with spitty bum all over it. And um, Luke was having his first 
early morning session. So woke up to the poo. But anyway, I digress. It's another tangent. Yeah. But yeah, good to be back. Good to be all settled. How about you? How was your break? Um, yeah, it was pretty good. I didn't. I honestly didn't really do much. I went to the sunny coast. We stayed with Matt's the sunny coast. Sunny. <laughs> Central Coast, New South Wales. If, I thought um, you were saying sunny, but like I'm like, I think you went the other way, but that yeah. makes sense. The You're like Senny Coast. Senny. S-E- no, C-E-N-N-Y. Oh, Senny. yeah, yeah. Actually, Central I was Coast. being dyslexic then. I was like spelling out Central. Anyway. <laughs> I was like, S-E. You're rubbing off on me. I know how to spell Central. <laughs> um, yeah, we just went to the Central Coast where Matt's family is, and we were there for about, I think we were there for about 10 days. It was only meant to be eight, but on the night before we were meant to leave to come home, uh, I got gastro and was. You just, and Arnie with the spitty mouth. <laughs> well, I was spitty mouth. I was vomiting everywhere. And then it was like, I got it. I got it. I. I went to bed, woke up at like 12 and was vomiting. And then Matt was like support crew. He was like, you okay, did you need anything? And then, uh, you know, progressively over the night I've been vomiting. And then at 6 a.m. Matt comes in and he's like, it got me. Yeah. It Do you reckon it, he got you because, it got him because he was support crew? No, I think he got it. It just took longer to kick in for yeah. him. Um, and because my sister's husband got it as well. But he got it the worst, so he was full projectile vomiting. Uh, this spitty mouth central. Uh, this podcast is off to a killer start. <laughs> spitty bums and spitty mouths. Uh, anyway, so he got it, and I got it, and then Matt got it, um, and so we had to delay our drive home. Uh, but normally, what we do is we like we'll drive half the way, stay at a place, and then drive the rest of the way home. But we actually drove the whole trip home, and we just took our time. So we just like. Stopped at like a few different places along the way, got out, walked back, went to a few places we'd never been before. um, And it was actually the best trip we've ever done. Um, It was super easy and we just broke it up. And yes, I think it took us like 10 or 11 hours total, but um, we stopped in Yamba. Like it was heaps of fun. And I was like, wow, this place is beautiful. I didn't even know it existed. Um, that's so ignorant of me, but anyway, yeah. So we came home and then we just chilled out for a few days at home, did some stuff around the house. I put in a cactus garden out the front of my house. Little cactuses with jackets. Yeah. <laughs> so because they're cuttings, I didn't realize that like they have to acclimate to the area that they're in. Anyway, I'm like, why are they getting all spotty? And then I realized they're getting sunburnt. They're getting too much sun. So now my cactus have jackets and Britt came over and she's like, oh, what's with the jackets on your cactuses? <laughs> no, I like it. You're teaching me about, um, not only teaching me about lifting and about training but also that cactuses need jackets. Yeah. Um, what did you do for training in the break? Did you take full time off? So when I finished nationals last year, um, I took like a week off and then I just went into a, like a leg strength program. So I pretty much did like one day where I did moderate snatch, moderate clean and jerk, like nothing heavy mm. or nothing over 60%. Um, the rest of my time was just leg strength work. So front sorry, excuse me, front squat, back squat, uh, and just like accessory work. And I did that up until first, well, up until I got gastro. And then I got gastro one day later, went to go train, do my first full lifting session back. And then I like got run down again. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to get a head cold. But I like nipped it in the bud and I um, just didn't train for four days after that. 
started back training Monday. So this is my first full week back into normal training. I actually um, had my very first full week off ever. Mm. And I felt like, oh my God, this is going to be terrible. And I messaged you at the end of the session and I was like, oh my gosh. Like it was, it was really cool for me too because um, I train at home a lot. Mm. And it was my first session back in my home gym and it had been a year. And I know people don't really get sentimental, but I do. Mm. And it was like, oh my gosh, I've changed so much. Like what I was capable of, it was kind of like a bookend, yeah. you know, when I left the this things that I couldn't do and like little things like I was explaining to you the other day in my second set of snatches, putting the two 10 kilo plates on and also transitioning from being on pounds to kilos. Oh, and in my head I was like, it's too soon. It's too soon. But that's the old me, like the new me. That's your second set, you know, and it's, it, that was a really cool perspective for me. And now I've, I'm having to, with training, especially as we prepare for the open and a, a lot of the things that I'm doing, lifting with you, I'm like, I need to now change my mindset. I'm still like, definitely not super strong, but like, I'm not the athlete that I was 12 months ago. So I have to go in confidently thinking, oh, I don't have to break these up into five. So like, let's go for a full set. Mm. Or even the other day when that workout came up with the two 16 kilo kettlebells, I was like, I'll just see how I go. No, like, let's get in. Have and a no go. T- totally capable of that now. Yeah. So I think for the next couple of weeks, that's what I'm going to have to do as well, changing my mindset. And also it's a weird period for me too, because I've trained by myself for 12 months. And now like, you know. You're back um, in the normal gym. And- yeah. And back... Um, yeah, training with the people that I used to train with 12 months ago. And so that's going to take a little bit of time to adjust as well. Like obviously my life's changed a lot in the last 12 months, but like, I'll be honest. And like when I first walked back into ducks, like I didn't know a lot of people Mm. and I was like, this isn't the same, but what did I expect? But also just as like a note on how much you have changed and things have changed, but they also happen. Yeah. But like we've changed locations, we've got new members, we've got different people. Like it's just, an opportunity to keep expanding. Yeah. I was also really worried. This is so stupid, but like that I wouldn't be able to do things in the new gym. <laughs> and so like the first time I like did a muscle up, I was like, still got it. <laughs> of course I've still got it. Like it's just a different set of rings in a different location, but I'm, I need to fight that. Maybe that should be my 2023 resolution to just stop being such a pussy. Just... I think it's just like that. It's like, you, when do you forget to ride a bike? Like, have you forgotten how to ride a bike? How, when was the last time you rode a bike? I couldn't tell you the last time I rode a bike. Yeah. Like, but I know every time I get on, I'm going to be able to do it because yeah. you've already learned that skill. You know, that's the same thing in CrossFit. Everybody has this fear that if they don't do it all the time, for sure, it might feel harder. Yeah. But once you learn a skill and you've done it enough times mm. and you've practiced it enough, it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. Especially if you continue to train. If you were to just stop training altogether, not touch a weight, not do any kind of intensity, not do any strength work, of course, then you're probably going to lose it. Yeah. But that's just a matter of building your strength back up to get to that place. You're never going to be in that position. Yeah. So to think that you would not be able to do something or you've forgotten how to do it, it's just like, it's so silly. It's the stupid mind games. Yeah. Um, speaking of stupid mind games, I think news resolutions are so crap. But mm. maybe we should talk then instead, like 2023, new year, like we're back for the podcast. Mm. What are our goals for like the season or like, let's just be honest, we'll put it on record and then we can like see how we feel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Re- 
reconvene. Because I feel like we've been having these conversations yeah. anyway, so we may as well just talk. Like, where are you at? What you go first? What do you want to achieve this year or with your training? It's so hard because I. I mean, I'm the same. I'm not like big on like like setting. Like I like having things to work towards, but to be like, this is my goal. It kind of like we've spoken about in goaling mm. and all of those. It kind of like it makes you feel like that if you don't get it, you failed. Yeah. And so for me, my purpose every year is okay. What can I improve on? And then you know, what can I continue to build towards? And so I mean, for me, I'm always just trying to get as strong as I possibly can. I'm always trying to get you know my confidence up competing on the platform. Um, I probably have incorporated a few more uh, recovery protocols um, that we've been. Um, oh, you know, bro, less about. is more. Like yeah. that is one thing that I've learned. I've never trained less in my life. Mm. That yeah. I got that from you <laughs> in a good way. I in know. a good way. Like I think people underestimate. Like it's not. Sometimes it's not how much you're doing. It's the intention you have while you're doing it. Yeah. And, um, so, you know, same thing for me. I, I train five days a week, most of the time, Mm. occasionally I'll train six days a week, but it's very rarely, it's normally only because my friend's like, Hey, can you come and train with me or something like that? Um, so just consistently building, I obviously, yeah, I want to be a strong motherfucker. Mm. So that's my main goal is always to continue to improve um, my weightlifting. Um, but yeah, I think for me, I'm just trying to be better than I was last year. That's yeah. it. That's my main focus. I feel like that should be everyone's goal. <laughs> well, yeah. It's just like, I think... Sorry, I'm sitting in a really squeaky chair. So apologies. <laughs> squeak, if, uh, squeak, and squeak. I move a lot. <laughs> we should have swapped. Yeah. Um, uh, I feel like, yeah, I feel like I'm at that point in my life now where I'm. Not, we had had this conversation before. I'm not trying to prove anything to anybody I'm training because I enjoy it. It makes me feel good. It makes me happy. Um, and so I'm just doing those things and continuous to, continuously building and getting better. Mm. I think that's just my main goal this year. Also, I get really nervous when I compete and I'm just trying to take a little bit of pressure away from that and just remember that I do it because I love it. Yeah. And that's it. So a big thing for me is probably focusing on enjoying competitions a little bit more yeah. instead of having a lot of that internal pressure I put on myself. Yeah. I love to hear that too because like you're – anyone who's been listening to the podcast for a long time knows you're like a few years ahead in the journey than me. Yeah. And I feel like I'm slowly getting there to the point where I don't have anything to prove but like – you know, good transition to talk about my goals. Mm. I still feel like I do have something to prove. And I'm at that point where, so coming back from the US, I feel like I was really good last year at being like, I'm on my own path. This Mm. is what I need to do. But because I didn't have people around me, like the people that I compete with all the time. And as soon as I got back, I was like, yeah, cool. I'm just going to keep lifting, doing gymnastics. And like, I'll just do the open until I got back. And then I was like, (laughs) (laughs) went full crazy. Oh, I was just like, I kind of had a moment where I was like, yeah, I don't care. And then I listened to myself and I was like, no, you do care. Like you really do. Mm. And I was kind of honest with myself. I'm like, I really care about the open and I'd like to do well. I'm not where I want to be strength wise, but like, am I going to do the open or am I not? And I'm like, well, I'm going to do the open. Mm. And so for the next six weeks, I'm like, well, I'm going to train for the open. Mm. So kind of like sheep has just said to you, oh, I think I might like cut back on my lifting. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So 
Yeah, I think for me, I um, want to tackle the Open to see where I'm at, mm. like CrossFit-wise, do the quarterfinals, and then – and that, like I've also changed my mindset as well, again, talking about what – like being honest with myself, I'm like I'm no longer really an open athlete. Like I think I don't need to be like, if I qualify for the quarterfinals – like, I know I'm going to qualify for the quarterfinals. Like, yeah. that's, I'm not being arrogant. Like, I think there's probably 20 members at Ducks at the moment who shouldn't be like, oh, yeah, I'll just see how I go in the open. They're like, if you give it a good crack and you you'll be fine. do what we do every day at the gym, you'll be there in the top 10%. Mm. So I think um, that's maybe a new training year's resolution that I want to have. Like, be honest with yourself and where you're at. No more, I had this conversation with Liam. He was like, tell me where you're at, honestly, fitness-wise. Fitness I need to know for, like, where to put you and mm. and see where you're at. And it was so weird. I was like, oh, well, I guess I'm... I'm like, no, just tell him where you're at. Like, yeah. and what you're... You're better at this, you're better at this, you're better at this, and this is what you're still working on. Mm. It's like, why are we so reluctant to do that? Because... To sell ourselves, I guess. Or... or back ourselves knowing what we're capable of. It goes back to you on the platform, right? A lot of these things, you know you can hit and then you kind of get in your head about it and you're not backing yourself in when you know you can do those numbers and maybe that's... I feel like my thing is it's like, I know I can do the numbers. You know you can do whatever in the open. It's more like because you do care about it, the nervousness around wanting to actually prove it officially... That's what scares me. I, and that was something that I, I've been reading a, a, that book called Do Hard Things by Steve Magnus. And it's very, very, like, it's a very good book for anybody that's a competitor or a, even a coach. We should do it because I'm like two, 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 two episodes. <laughs> two episodes. I've obviously been watching too much Netflix. Uh, two chapters in. Mm. So when I finish it, we do, do an episode. and We'll do a yeah. full episode on it and kind of break it down. But he, um, he, it made me question a lot of the things that I thought I was actually nervous about or thought I was, you know, worried about or like the experience that I was having when, you know, I, I would call it choking on the platform and not doing what I wanted to do. Um, I mean, you can't help it. You passed out one time, but that's not, that's not choking. That's like, but I feel like it is. I feel like I worked myself. I was trying to hype myself up. Mm. I was trying to be like, let's fucking go. Let's do this. Come on, come on. And I just got too hyped. Yeah. And I fucking passed out. And you know, I just, I think it was all part of that, but I was trying to create this sense of like, like, yeah, I'm not nervous about this. I'm super confident. And it's like, the things that he talks about is it's like, it's like, no, don't push how you're actually feeling to the side. It's like work through it. Like be, it be like, I am nervous, but I can do this. And like, I've done this before and that's okay. Like, do you know what I mean? Instead of being like, I like, I've got this in the bag. Like I'm fine. And like, and ignoring the fact that you're actually nervous. Um, I mean, again, I'm not doing a very good job at like explaining all of the things that he goes into, but it was just, it made me realize I'm not scared of uh, n- like not doing it. I'm nervous because I really want to do it. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Mine know. also is, and I don't know, about, my favorite saying in my job is under promise over deliver. Mm. And so I never want to go out and be like, I want to do this and then fall short. Mm. It's like, I would rather just be like floating in the background and then be like, Blow I just crushed it. Like it, um, I remember a workout like two years ago 
um, our friend Jordan said to me, like, you could do really well in this workout. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. And I came out and I was just like, in my head, I fully backed myself. But why wasn't I like, yeah, this is my workout. I don't know. I'd like to be a little bit more really confident in my own ability. Whereas I feel like that saying under promise over deliver is great for like a work um, I think scenario. It's... But I just don't think in training, it's like, like, let's shoot for the stars and then like land something. Wouldn't it be better to be like, I'm going to fucking and, and put the work in, like not just say it and yeah. have empty words, but be like, so, well, yeah, I'm putting it on the record here now. I better, I better fucking make the quarterfinals now that I'm like, you know, back yourself in. But it's like, no, you need to, I guess it's in the same way that you put your opening numbers up, right? And you have yeah. to hit those. Yeah. Like we should be confident. I feel like if I did a weightlifting comp, uh, comp now, I'd be like, oh, my opener will be 35 on this. Yeah. I shouldn't do that. You know yeah. what I mean? Because you're selling yourself short of what you're actually capable of. So maybe that's my... Don't sell yourself short. Yeah. I think a really good way, and again, taking this perspective from the book, is it's you don't have to go out and be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to fucking crush this workout. I fucking got this in the bag. Just be like, I'm really excited to do this workout. I think I might do well at it. Yeah. That's that's still you being calm, but committing to actually doing well at the workout and backing yourself. So it's like a point of perspective. It's not like, yeah, we don't have to go out being like, oh yeah, I've got no, I'm not even worried. I'm going to kill this. It's just like, no, you've done the work. Mm. You feel comfortable. You're excited about those movements in the workout. Yeah. I'm, I feel confident. Yeah. It's okay to feel that way and to acknowledge those things. And You don't have to be an arrogant douchebag yeah. while you're doing it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's um, in my career... Um, and I've read a lot of stuff. Um, is it Lean On by the girl from Facebook? Anyway, that made me sound <laughs> super unspecific, <laughs> but cool, 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 we'll roll with it. <laughs> I was like, Lean On by Sheryl Sandberg. What was she? She was like the CFO of Facebook. Anyway, um, not important. Yeah. About how men back themselves in and women don't. Yeah. And so I think that that's a big thing as well. Like, my husband's great at being like, um, you know, I can hit this and I'm going to hit that on the platform. And he probably will, you yeah. know, because he just goes in confidently. So I think I'd like to be more confident in the open. Summing up my goals though, yeah, do the open, do the quarterfinals. And then for me, it's then trusting myself enough to take a real big step back from CrossFit and work on strength and weightlifting and my gymnastics, hopefully for the rest of the year, because... To be I, fair, though, you've come so far with those things in the last 12 months. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I, I feel like, again, anytime I trust what people tell, like, again, with taking the whole week off, I was anxious AF. I was, like, so close to the open, not doing – like, I literally did nothing. Mm. But I was jet-lagged. I was – man, I couldn't even sleep. But I also really just enjoyed Christmas with my family. I hadn't seen my family for so long. And they love throwing a good party and having a good time. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to fight it. I'm not going to feel guilty, even though Mm. I did a little bit. Mm. And then when I came back, I'm like, I'm going to do this more often. Or actually take a proper deload. And so it's like any time I do something that everyone says to do, which I fight for so long. Mm. And so I'm like, let's just, I've never fully committed to the, you know, just that. And so I think for, I think I, if I'm honest, I've only got two more like real hardcore seasons in me because by that time I'll be a master's athlete. Like I'm 33, mm. I'll be 35. So like just see what the next two years has to offer and then reassess on whether, 
you know, what's the next stage in my life? I'll never like not be training or not be into something, but who knows? I could be into Brazilian jiu-jitsu by then. Yeah. (laughs) And I think it's okay to like, your training will always evolve. Yeah. Training is literally like a part of your life and it's, you know, you're focused on health and fitness as a whole. You know, we don't have just just one unhealthy obsession with CrossFit or, Mm. or weightlifting or it's like, in five years time i might not want to weightlift yeah like you said i might be doing brazilian jiu-jitsu who knows it i'm okay with that though and i understand like my training evolved from bodybuilding to Mm. crossfit to weightlifting and i just happen to be that type of person that likes competing yeah and so that's why i always find myself you know working towards those kind of angles but understanding that like yeah okay two seasons we also had the conversation that even though you're going to do the open this year really your main focus is next year yeah to actually have a really really good crack at it because you've still got to put in you you know we had the conversation of you still having to put in like a good 12 months to work on your strength and those skills to bring it up to where it needs to be for you to be like okay i'm ready now yeah i'm gonna go in and i'm gonna back myself and i'm gonna give the open 110 percent. not that you don't already yeah but knowing that you've put in the work and you've done everything that you need to do and you're putting yourself in the best possible position to do well. Yeah. And I think that's why I was like, I'm actually going to get back into doing more CrossFit and Mm. back onto prepared programming because I just, I couldn't turn up on day one of the open and knowing how competitive I can't, I can't just be like, Mm. Oh yeah, I'm just here for fun. Like, and just so you know, anyone who's listening to this, if you're one of those people who's like, oh, I don't care. And then you spend eight hours a day leaderboarding on the CrossFit Open. Like, just be honest with yourself. Wear a shirt that says, I give all the fucks because you give all the fucks. Don't lie because everyone knows you're lying. <laughs> and, and I couldn't be that person. And I was like, I can't turn up on day one being like, oh shit, like I'm going to try and really be competitive here. And I haven't done the work. I, I just was like, I'll lose so much sleep over it. So I'm like, well, why not just put the effort in, do the work over the next six weeks and see see where you land and know that there wasn't anything else that you could have done. Yeah. Again, Luke's like, I want to do a, uh, he's starting Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. That's why we're joking about it. <laughs> but um, that he also wants to do a weightlifting comp. We had like an argument about it because I'm like, no, don't do a weightlifting comp unless you're actually going to train properly for mm. one. Like I want you to do weightlifting full time mm. and, you know. Commit to it. Exactly. And that be your commitment. So for the next six weeks, I'm committed to the open. That'll be three weeks or five if, you know, once the quarterfinals roll around. So that's 11 weeks. Gosh, that was quick, Max. Like just out like that. They are. <laughs> I'm impressed. So that's like a 12-week cycle, right? So that's the next 12 weeks and then we reassess and go. Yeah. So that's me. Yeah. And I think that's a healthy place to be. See, it's like even like last year, everyone was like, oh, do the open, do the open. And I was like, I haven't trained for it though. And then I spent six weeks training for the open and the quarterfinals. And, and if I hadn't and I had like – me this year i've not i've done zilch zero crossfit no crossfit i did a couple of workouts with jordan and i basically stopped halfway through them because i was like oh i don't want to do this um but that's not a mark of what you're capable of and i think because you're a competitive person right i remember having a conversation with you after mm. one of the workouts and like you know whether we like it or not we're competitive Mm. so last year was hard for you because you're like I don't want to undersell anyone else, but you're like one of the best athletes in our gym, you mm. know, and what you're capable of was probably a little bit more than what you did last year because yeah. you hadn't really trained for it. Yeah. And that's hard. That's yeah. actually really hard for a competitive person to do. To pull yourself back and exactly. be realistic knowing what you're actually capable of. And I think that's why when people are like, why don't you just do, cr-? I'm like, because 
when I do something, I like to give it a hundred percent. Yeah. And to me, just, you know, scraping by and doing okay in my eyes, that's not enough. But for me, like I was like, I made the firm decision that I was not going to do the open this year. Um, so anyone listening, don't harass her about it. Okay. <laughs> I, honestly don't. It's like, I get it all the time. And it doesn't mean like, you won't be there a hundred percent to support everybody us. else. Like, yeah. I'm going to be number one cheer squad. Yeah. And I like being the cheer squad. I like, I have my time. I was so jealous last year when like, I would see all these photos of Urgy of you like on the ground yelling <laughs> at people. And I'm like, I reckon I would have got at least three more reps if I had <laughs> someone doing that to me. But also it was good to not have that and to be like, I can still do it. You exactly. Know? Like you can pull it out from somewhere. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm in that place now with CrossFit where I want to see other people do really well. And I'm okay to like, support you guys and push you guys to do that i have another focus i've and i think for the last two years sorry to interrupt you but i had this really good quote that is like totally applicable to you be prepared to let someone stand on your shoulders to go further than you would have ever gone yeah and that's what i love about you you celebrate the success of your athletes and you don't care if they surpass you you're like stand on my shoulders and catapult yourself forward and i think that's something so cool about you as a coach and while so many people resonate because you are more than willing to let people stand on your shoulders and learn from your mistakes and then push them forward and that is an amazing thing about you as a person and as a coach mm. and why people are yeah well that's it someone asked me because candace shout out to candace she is 71 kilo weightlifter i met candace for the first time the other day and i was like i feel like we're already friends and what i loved about her was she was like hey it's nice to meet you as opposed to being that awkward like i know who you are your friends are my friend and blah, 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 blah. yeah so yeah shout out to candace we will come and train there hopefully sometime soon and maybe we'll do a podcast with them too yeah um yeah she's a 71 kilo weightlifter she fucking smoked. I I don't know. If, did we ever talk about nationals? I don't think we yeah, did. Yeah, we did. Remember? Did we? Yeah. We're talking about me it was passing when I was the in, fuck out? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I passed the fuck out. So <laughs> I bombed my nationals terribly. And oh, I'm going to... I get so emotional like, talking about it because I was so happy for her. Like, she worked so hard. Don't be sad for getting sad. <laughs> like, I'm that's so amazing. happy. No, so she's really good for your business model right now. Everyone's <laughs> going to be like, I want to sign up for a coach who believes in me that much for people who can only hear us. Yeah. Like Riz is getting quite emotional now. It's because you care. Um, anyway, she fucking smoked it. She did so well and she worked so hard for it. And someone asked me, they were like, do you care that she can lift more than you? And I'm like, why in God's fuck would I care about that? Because 90% of people would. That's why it's a valid question. It just seems so ridiculous for me to shit on somebody else like that. Yeah. I just, I was like, and I mean, right. As you can see, I got super emotional about it because the joy you get from seeing someone succeed is far more than like squashing them down and just trying to like, make them less than you. We've spoken about this on a past podcast too. Other people's success doesn't diminish yours. No. And and nor should it. But that what's cool is that that's your success too. Like you live through your athletes so much. Yeah. That again you can see the hard work that she's put in. And what I really admire about her she's just becoming like a love vessel on camera. She is really awesome. (laughs) But like I look at her as a real role model in that she was, she's pretty good at CrossFit too. Mate. But she's made, been like, I am going to commit to this 100%. Yeah. The lifting. And so for me, 
again, I didn't see the hours of hard work that she put in on the lifting stuff, but to take a step back from CrossFit and pursue that takes balls. And that to me, that's hard work in itself just to fight it. Just as a side note, Candice came like 42nd. I think she just missed going to Torian pro as an individual by like a handful of positions Mm. last year. And I saw her at the Torian Pro. She competed at, in the pairs division with Mandy. And I said to her, I've known Candice for a while. And I'm like, you're a weightlifter. I'm like, just hit me up when you're ready to weightlift, right? How did you know? Because she was, you can just tell. Yeah. You can just tell by the way that she moves, how strong she was. Like, she just, she's a weightlifter. Yeah. She's phenomenal crossfitter, but you're a weightlifter. And... I, I saw it Torian and I was like, oh, when are we going to weightlift? And she was like, huh. She's like, oh, no, you know, I really want to try and commit to, you know, CrossFit, like blah, 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 blah. And then she kind of like, she sent me a message. She's like, I want to do some weightlifting, you know, in the off season, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, cool, cool, cool. Anyway, I was like, this is, this is my opportunity. I'm going to get her to do some weightlifting. She's going to do a couple of competitions. She's going to qualify because I know she will. And then... I'm going to get She's a hook. I'm going to get a hook. Right? So, Candice, she had, she we did a local competition. Basically, she did one local competition. She did states. She qualified for nationals at states. And then she went on to nationals and she came third at her first nationals. And it wasn't like it was like two people lifting. There was like 14 people in her category. That's amazing. She fucking smoked it. And out the back, she's like, I'm ready. So, <laughs> so stupid. Oh, so exciting. Um, and she just committed. Yeah. And she was so close to CrossFit, like, to just give that up. It's amazing. I'm so excited for you, Candice. <laughs> Riz has her ugly crown right now. Like, she's not just emotional. She's really crying here. Um, so I'm going to carry the podcast. <laughs> <a little bit. laughs> no, but that, Fuck! That, it's so cool to see people. I'm so excited for it. I think I just get so overwhelmed yeah. because I'm like, let's not talk about Liam then too. Cause you might I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'll fucking lose it. I'll lose it. Liam this year is going to be so huge for him too. So like it's, it, and it's not just those guys. It's everybody that yeah. I work with. I feel exactly the same thing with anybody that I work with. Like, you could be like, I just want to do a local competition. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. You know, whether that's CrossFit or whether that's weightlifting or whatever it might be. Like, I just, yeah, I get so much joy from seeing people like just annihilate their own expectations of themselves. Yeah. And I'm going to do, I'm going to fucking ugly cry when you make it. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Once I decide what I actually want yeah. to make it in. <laughs> like, it's true. It's like, we need to, what, like what I'm getting from this, you know, summing up all of these conversations, but it's just like, decide what you want, commit mm. and just go for it. Like and keep, it might not happen this year. Yeah. It might not happen this year. Just keep working. Yeah. Because you will get there. Yeah. You know? And I think like that's this, it's just consistency pays off always. Yeah. But it is so cool seeing someone like Candace and I didn't even know Candace. And like, obviously if you do, 
you get emotion, like do an ugly cry over it. Yeah. Um, but like seeing someone, you've got to make sacrifices if you want to pursue something that's hard work. You yeah. Know? And so being able to take a step back and decide what you really want. I think a lot of our listeners to like, what do you want out of your training? Like if you, once you can work that out, yeah, then it's easier to go after it. Mm. And I feel like I'm personally getting better at being honest with myself. It's like, what do I want here and now? Mm. It's like, I want this. I want that. I want, I mean, ultimately we want everything, right? We'd yeah. love to be, you know, you'd, you'd love to be able to cross to the open and then go and win nationals too in the same <laughs> year. Like that would be amazing. And there are people out there who can do that, you know, unfortunately for the 99% of us, that's never going to happen. Not reality for this year. Me personally, it sounds like you're the same, like decide what you want and then let's set a a Mm. plan in place to go after it. Be honest with yourself. Yeah. And you know, it's don't set unrealistic goals, (laughs) but but also it doesn't matter if it doesn't happen this year. Yeah. Just keep working. Like if, if it's really truly what you want, there's no time frame in which it needs to happen. Yeah. Right. And that's why, you know, you're like, I want to crush you. I'm like, open will come around next year as well. Remember that nationals will come around next year. And a year goes so fast. I totally learned that. Like, I can't believe it's, did you ever leave? Like, that's what it feels like. It, it actually does. <laughs> um, and like, I know I go back to work on one day, I'm going to walk in there with my same pass that probably still bloody works, you know, and walk in and it'll feel like I never left. Yeah. Um, I mean, we started this episode off by saying like, oh, it's taking me a while to assimilate. Yeah. Three weeks, you yeah. know, I think in a month I'll be back in a routine and it'll again, be like, nothing's changed. But I mean, I said that same, you're like, Oh, just like everything feels like, I'm like, bro, you're going to have two weeks of work and you're going to be like, Oh, when are we going on holiday? I know. I <laughs> had a, like an anxiety attack yesterday about just how much to organize. Um, because I always undersell this too. Like moving countries is kind of hard. <laughs> Like um, just it, like the little things like healthcare and all those stupid, annoying things that take ages to like, even to go to my doctor, she's amazing. And so I needed to book like two months in advance. And so I had to have had to do all that kind of stuff this week. And so to cure my anxiety, I went and I bought a diary and I've started like writing down everything. Mm. And I was like, cool, that makes me feel better. So just doing those little things to like, it, like we said, in a month, it'll all be, feel like nothing's changed. Yeah. But what are the little things that I can do every day just to kind of like cool, calm, keep the peace, move on. Let's go. Yeah. And so I'm so glad we like, it only took us a few weeks to do the first podcast. Now we'll be back and it'll be easy and we won't even think twice about it. Yes. I mean, it did so much take better. Us... We're in the same room. I know. <laughs> and it also took us like 45 minutes to set up the mixer, but that's okay. We're fine. We're here now. We made it. <laughs> We've learned a few things this morning. Yeah, about ourselves. About I, I, I'm very impressed of how Riza, 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 how Riza is under pressure. Because if that had been me, I would have been throwing the microphones and like bashing the pad on. I just persevered. Like I was just like I was like you know when you just get to that point you're like oh I'm gonna make this work. Brit's like give up, give up, give yeah. Up, give I was up. like we're not recording a podcast, so that is fine. You're like it's a cab cool with that. And I was like, we're fucking recording a podcast. <laughs> like flash forward to midnight tonight. We're still trying to do it. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, I'm really excited for this year, for training, for the podcast. Yeah. Um, we would love for people to become more involved in the podcast too by letting us know what you want us to talk about. I'm so excited to like get involved in like ducks weightlifting and whatnot. Like you're building such a cool community with your clients and yeah. at the gym. Um, and we've had awesome feedback about the podcast, but 
yeah, we want to hear from you guys about what you want us to talk about. Now we have like listeners on two continents too. So yeah, again, shout out to everyone in America. in America. Like we hope that you'll still be part of the community and um, yeah, who you want us to chat to. We should probably officially announce then, if you've heard our intro, you would have heard that we are sponsored by True Coach. Which is awesome. So we are going to be working with True Coach for the foreseeable future. Um, and so shout out to anyone, that, you know, members of True Coach who have yep. jumped on board um, as part of that partnership. We're keen to have you as part of our community. And we hope that you guys enjoy the podcast as much as we enjoy making it. Because this is our first session back, we haven't had a chance to talk about gin fails. But um, have you had any in the... I mean, passing out on the national platform is a pretty good one. Oh, right? yeah. <laughs> so, like, you have to go and listen to the last episode about Riz's experience. I won't uh, get you to relive it again. Yeah, that would be great. Thanks. <laughs> it wasn't even that bad. I was just worried being on the opposite side of the world, being like, oh, my God, is she okay? Yeah. No, I... Um, I mean, it was just a hard pill to swallow mm. because it just was out of my control. That's a bit of a shit gym fail because it's not very funny we can't laugh about it but it is funny because i <laughs> it's hit not funny. I hit, if you watch the video i hit the floor like a fucking pile of bricks and it just was like what it just looked it looked like i was shot yeah it looked like it i was did, shot actually. i was like oh my god she did um i feel like i like I, I would love to tally how many gyms i dropped into over the past 12 months and i'm sure i've had like some funny gym fail where i've been like Everyone oh. saw that. And you know, it's awkward when people don't know you, right? If you fall over in front of all of your friends, you stand up, you all have a laugh about it. But when you're that new girl, people oh are my like, God, oh my God, is she okay? Does she think that's funny? Or does she take herself too seriously and we can't laugh? And we just have to ignore the fact that that happened and everyone move on. Anyway, hey, how you going? I did have a moment where I was, because um, I jump like often if, like we're not the tallest of individuals. So if I need a riser um, and I was doing a workout at a gym in Anaheim, so I forget what it's called. Anyway, irrelevant. Um, and I jumped up to do my last set of Chester bars and I've like jumped back down and just missed the riser. So the riser like flew out from underneath me and I landed on my back. But like, you know, just looked up to see what my time was and I'm like, oh, good. <laughs> it was the end of the workout, so it was fine. But I also I'm like, did anyone see that? And they're like, who's that girl? But, you know. Probably, but I'm sure that anyone And I've probably had many more, but I've blacked them out of my memory. Yeah. Well, guys... Thanks for listening to the first episode back. Sorry I cried twice. Um, but It I'm wasn't s- twice. It was like a, an, an ongoing. A, a, and then it escalated to the ugly cry and then you pulled yourself I back. I so, yeah, okay. um, Stand by for more ugly cries in 2023. <laughs> <laughs> um, Me, when the strength workout comes out in the open. <laughs> don't. Shout out to Liam, yeah. who's been the cry- shoulder to cry on every year. Yeah. <laughs> um, remember, you can find us on Instagram at Points of Performance Podcast. Also, we really appreciate any support you guys give us. We have a affiliate link with Born Primitive. If you shop through our affiliate link, that helps support the podcast. And so we can bring, you know, uh, good people on the podcast for you guys to listen to. Same goes with True Coach. So just follow the link in our bio, 10% off. And we would definitely recommend True Coach. If you haven't had a chance, check out the video we did with them because we both talk about how much it's helped us as a coach. And an athlete. Athlete. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Bye.